welcome in. It's week three of the Captain's Corner podcast. I'm Kyle Matrician, joined again this week by the host of the podcast. I'm the co-host. You're the host. You're the host this week. You're in the host For one more week. For one more week. Ali will be back next week. Mike Kowalski. Mike, you were there for the 42-6 victory. How was it from the press box? Um... Things escalated quickly. Things did. I you know. know what I mean? yeah. Like it was zero yeah. zero after a quarter, and then all of a sudden, you know, it was thirteen nothing, and you know, ha- built up a, a good lead, and uh, uh, was able to put kind of put things away in the fourth quarter. So, like we we could have spent a lot of time breaking things down because there was a lot that happened, a lot of good things that happened. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, there's time and place for all that sort of stuff, and we try to have fun and try to give you some things that you might not have seen. That's right. Um, and they're on on the on on the broadcast or in the recaps or wherever. So you know that's why we do this podcast. So it was it was good to hear from them after another big win. I mean, the the margin of victories have been it's eighty. Uh, Columbia's outscoring opponents eighty to nine right now. So that's I big. mean, you know, and again, like we've talked about, and it doesn't seem like this group is satisfied with what they've done so far. They know they have, uh, you know big things ahead and a lot to to work on to accomplish their goals i was gonna say i remember i texted you i think at halftime and i said uh well the last couple of minutes of the half like that that i mean i felt like that set the tone for yeah. the rest of the game yeah because I mean, it was three nothing going into the final 90 seconds right i think actually until the final minute because we didn't score till 59 seconds yep uh so it was three nothing, and then all of a sudden, three nothing became thirteen nothing at halftime. Yeah, that Valentis pick. Um, we didn't even talk about it today. There was so much to talk about, but you know, that Valentis pick set up a short field and got got Falcons a field goal, and then Columbia got the ball back to start their third quarter. So yeah, make uh, it take it as they called it on the yeah. broadcast. <laughs> Very well put. <laughs> it was. It was. Um, you know, so they. I mean, and they held the ball for a long time when you think about it too, because they had that drive to score, and then Georgetown turned it over, and then you know. Falcons hits the field goal, and then that third that drive to start the third quarter was seven and a half minutes long. It took yeah. half the third quarter. Yeah, demoralized. So, I mean, you know, yeah. it took it was a long time before Georgetown get the ball. And the other thing is, you know, yes, that Georgetown threw for over three hundred yards, but that was a little bit misleading too because they were forced into passing situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Columbia got off the field on third downs when they needed to, and, and were able to prevent scores for the most part, except for the one touchdown. That's right. And when you've only given up one touchdown in two games. That's you're a good doing thing. Okay. You're doing you're all doing right. Okay. You're going to win a lot. <laughs> As I said to Scott last week, you're going to win a lot of those games when you give up three points. You're also going to win a lot of those games when you give up six points. Yeah, and we talk uh, just a, a preview of what we're going to talk about. This team is so balanced on in every facet of the game. There's You can't focus in on one player. I mean, you see guys with big stat lines, but it could be somebody else the next week if you try to key in on that person. So it's it's really important to have, and especially you know in a sport like football where things are constantly changing, you know, Knock on wood, you know, no injuries happen. But if they do, you're, the good thing is you're getting seeing guys getting into action, and they're going to be more prepared than they would be otherwise. That's right. And when you start the season two and zero with an eighty to nine score differential, good things are happening. Absolutely. And not that the non-conference games don't matter because they definitely do. But this week, now it gets real. Yeah, right? absolutely. Princeton's coming in town. It's going to be a lot of emotions. Uh, it's the home opener. It's the Ivy League opener, and um, you know, there's there's no Ivy League playoff, so this is you know every game matters, and you want to get off to that good start. So, um, looking forward to this week's uh, game against the Tigers, and uh, with that, we will throw it to the four captains. So, stick around after this commercial break. We'll be back with Ryan, Scott, Mitch, and Stu. 
We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. JAG-1 Physical Therapy is a proud partner of the Columbia Lions. With state-of-the-art rehabilitation equipment and facilities, allow us to develop a specific plan catered to each patient. The JAG-1 team proudly serves the tri-state area with facilities throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, Westchester, Long Island, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. We're here for you. Get back the life you love. Visit www.jag1pt.com. That's J-A-G-O-N-E-P-T.com for more information. Make a brilliant move to Vanderwater, luxury condominium residences in Morningside Heists. Discover an elevated approach to city living, a modern homage to old world elegance, breathtaking views of the Hudson River, Columbia University, and Riverside Church. Visit thevanderwater.com today for more information. That's T-H-E-V-A-N-D-E-W-A-T-E-R.com. At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy great-tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. Okay, we are back with the four captains of the Columbia football team after the Lions' 42-6 win over Georgetown. Guys, welcome back. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Monday. So uh, talk a little bit about this trip. I mean, a little bit longer than, than Marist. Uh, how did everything go from from operational standpoint, going from a night game into an after, like one of the first games of the day uh, on Saturday? It didn't seem to have any real effect on you guys in the performance. Uh, me personally, I, I enjoyed the uh, five hour or six hour shift down, just because on game days it's tough for me to eat. So waiting till six p.m. to play a football game while you're trying to stomach food is a little bit difficult. So I found it a lot easier to get ready for the game this week than last week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you good? Yeah, I'll go. Um, it's an interesting trip. I'm trying to think of who's made this trip before. I, I know me me and Stu made it. I'm not sure if really anyone else on this team has made this trip, but to Georgetown it's it it takes a while. There's always traffic every time we go. So it was a good four and a half, five hours plus. Um so but it was good that we had um instead of a six PM start, a twelve thirty start, um, just so that we're not sitting around all day, which is something we're not very used to. Um, but I coach Bagnoli t- touched on this, just everyone's focus and, and mentality going to this game. Everyone was locked in, um, for the early start and, you know, uh, we, we, we proved it on the field and we, we did what we needed to do. So, yeah, I mean, I think we just came ready. Um, you know, whether it was, you know, 6 PM at Marist or, or 1230 this week, it was, you know, guys woke up, we were tuned in, we were ready to go. You know, we know what needed to be done and, and we executed. So, you could kind of tell, like, you know, this is my first real road trip with you guys. I mean, I, I, I drove separate and saw you guys on Saturday morning, but everybody was, like, really focused in the morning. It was quiet, but not like – it wasn't a nervous quiet. Is that, like, kind of the – like, talk about the norm and, like, the mentality of, of that and, like, the, the mindset kind of that day of the game, just trying to get in the right 
headspace. Yeah, I think I think we take care of a lot of our talking the night before. Like uh, me and Mitch actually held a defensive meeting with all of our players, um, just a player only in our hotel suite. Um, we packed, what was it, like 35, 40 guys into a small little <laughs> hotel room and just kind of went through what our goals were. We gave everyone the opportunity to speak if they wanted to say something. A few people stood up, um, said what they needed help with out there, said what they wanted to see in the team, and, you know, just kind of brought us all together, put us on the same page. So that way when we woke up the next morning, we were able to, you know, stay in our own individual you know everyone has their own way of getting ready and everyone has their own way of preparing thinking about how they're going to play and so you know when it comes to the morning time kind of get that break it's like all right what am I going to do to do my 111th and so you know that's kind of what we try to do every week so yeah going off that I think everyone prepares differently I know a lot of guys who like to stay loose and kind of like have fun because they don't want to think about it too much because they kind of psych themselves out I know a lot of guys just like to focus on the game some guys get more intense and are jumping around the locker room so I think it just depends who you are individually, but I think before the game, everyone was doing their own thing. There weren't a lot of distractions, so I think we came in ready to roll. And, you know, obviously another big win, you know, lopsided, got guys in, a lot of guys that got into that game. So what are some things – I'm just going to ask you guys because I'm not – you know, I'll leave it open-ended. What what are things that stuck out for you guys on Saturday that, were like, impressed you and, what like, you know, talked about making that jump from week one to week two? Where did you see that pro- progression going? I think biggest thing on the defense is the leadership. Um, a few guys stepped up big time in the back end. Aaron Brebner, you know, he's a sophomore safety um, from Atlanta, but he was directing us. He knew what he wanted to do. He knew what he saw, and he was loud with his voice, clear with his voice, um, and he was in the position he needed to be at almost every play. Um, so I think that was a huge jump from week one. It's just being able to – get that extra layer of, of leadership from the back end where he can see everything. He can direct us. He knows what he's seeing. He knows what play we want to run, and he's getting us into it. So that was the biggest thing for us on defense. Um, I think offensively, I mean, we had a slow start. We didn't score any points in the first quarter, um, which is something we need to continue to work on. So it's, there's still a lot to improve on. Um, I think the biggest team takeaway that was positive from this game, um, we kind of got off to a good start. We were winning, what, 20-6? to six? But there was a point in the game where they had the ball – it was 20-6 to six in the third quarter. They had the ball. If they scored, it was a one-possession game. Um, and I think the team did a really good job of rallying and kind of shutting the door when they had a chance to come back. Um, so I think that's the biggest takeaway and the biggest positive is that we didn't – when they started to make some plays, we responded. And we shut the door and kind of had a really good fourth quarter and closed the game out. So I think that was the biggest takeaway that was positive. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I think even before that point in the game, Sue's talking about um, just facing adversity early and then just sticking to what we know, sticking through it. Because on our first drive, Joe Joe throws a pick, and, you know, it's easy to, to kind of get down on your sorrows and like, oh, gosh, here we go. Um, what's going to happen? But just keep to what we know. Um, just keep trying to execute and, and sticking it out through the game and then ending up with a, with a big win was something a good takeaway for me just because prior to last week or last week we were out fast start, three straight touchdowns, first three drives, and then our – to come to this game first drive interception it could have gone a lot worse so just to stick to stick it out it's like learning different ways how to win i mean it's yep. Uh, yep. you know it's important to do you can't just do it the same every week's gonna have a different not gonna have the same formula without a doubt exactly. yep and then we'll talk a little bit on you know some of the things that stuck out obviously the defense held georgetown to zero rushing yards which is you know incredible and i don't we were still looking up the last time a columbia defense has done that so you know for the defensive guys uh how much pride do you take in and in, in that's that tons and i mean i've got to give a, a huge huge shout out to our d linemen you know they uh 
they might not necessarily have had as many tackles on the board as they would like, but when you watch that film, we have our D linemen in gaps, taking on defenders, taking on blockers, making the linemen's life, you know, chaos, right? They couldn't climb to the linebackers, allowing us to fill the holes, the gaps that we needed to fill. So, um, you know, that a lot of it, a lot of it starts with them. And, you know, the statistics aren't going to show it. You know, they may not win defensive player of the week because of, there's no statistics to show for it. But for us, it's huge. It's huge, and it doesn't go unnoticed. So I think that's the starting point of, you know, why we were able to do that. Yeah, and just building on that is, you know, guys on the back end coming up and making plays when we need it. Um, you know, we were in film yesterday talking about Farad. He came through, you know, literally uh, went directly through a puller and, <laughs> yeah. was able to, and was able to get a huge stop on that fourth and one that Stu was talking about earlier. So, I mean, you know, it's it starts, of course, with the D-line because, you know, we need to be physical and we need to take on blockers and you set the tone, reset the line of scrimmage. But, you know, we can only do so much when, so when you know, guys are behind us flying around making plays. You know, it just it, it makes life kind of awesome. <laughs> and, that, yeah. and that zero just goes to show like the trust aspect that we've tried to instill or you know one of another saying's mantras move at the speed of trust right oh, i love it yeah, yeah, yeah. I picking up on yeah. last week yeah, yeah. Um, is that the name of this week's episode what is it <laughs> speed, move, speed of trust move at the speed, move of, at trust. The speed of trust all right yeah. that's it um, shout out but, coach rice you know that's just that's just something that shows like that right the the d linemen stay in their position and we go down and fill our position and then you know if one of us is out of the gap we've got a safety flying downhill to take on a puller at the line of scrimmage. That's an 11 yard downhill sprint and he's getting there in time. Right. So yeah. it just goes to show that we're all working with each other and we all know we're fitting off of each other and we understand, okay, if he's here, I'm going to go here. And it just, we just keep building trust and respect amongst our group. And it, oh, yeah. it helps us to maintain those high levels of, you know, expectations. Yeah. So, I mean, it, we talk about this on offense too, with the running backs and receivers, but defensively there's so much balance, there's balance on, in every unit and it's it's really incredible it's kind of rare to see that in football i feel like i mean you look at the tackling stats everybody's got you know everybody gets in the game gets like a couple tackles in here and there so like you know what we're talking about like ivy league accolades it's tough for like that you know that's how you get it you get like you know somebody has 15 tackles that's normally the person gets it but when you have it so spread out it's more of a unit thing so mm -hmm. it's really incredible to see you guys and another person i think we're i'm gonna jump on kyle's segment that he started last week don't jump in yet. But I'm, I'm, somebody, somebody I wanted to point out, because, again, just as, you know, somebody who's not in it and not a coach or a player or anything like that, I'm really enjoying watching a guy like Brian Bell Anderson play in the secondary oh, because yeah. he's an his, his positioning, Absolutely like, animal. you know, he's getting thrown at a decent amount, but he's forcing guys out of bounds, and, yep. like, his, he's just – playing lights out these first two weeks and he's led the team in tackles both both games so far you know he, brian's an absolute stud i yep. mean you know it's we, we rely on him extremely heavily and i talk to him every game you know what can i do for, and what what can we do from you know the front seven perspective to try to make his life easier because you know he goes back there and, and you know i i look up i see the ball thrown i see it coming down and you know somehow he, he's in position every single time either knocking the ball away making a tackle you know a huge play you know the pick six week one so you know He's he's been playing out of his mind, and I think he's a huge reason that we're having so much success um, on the defensive side of the BBA ball. is one of those guys where like there's some a couple on the team where I'm like I'm so happy he's on our team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I would hate yeah. to play against BBA. Like, yeah. I am so happy. Yeah, he's on for y'all for y'all don't know, he, Brian might not be the biggest person, but he he plays way bigger than he is yeah, just yeah. with his personality and his character. We all know we see him in practice. He'll mm -hmm. get up in people's faces and take on blocks and and talk. And talk a bunch of crap to everybody so oh yeah so yeah he's a he's a good guy to have more on your team yeah, sure, it's more, yeah than more, more than crap <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was gonna i was gonna say that pbu he had on that near touchdown 
was that was incredible. I mean, that ball was in, I don't know the Georgetown receiver's name, but it was in his hands, and it looked like an incredible catch, and then he just ripped it out yeah. as he was he trying tossed, to go down. He, I think he did that more than one time. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, at least from my perspective, you know, every time that I'm like, I feel like I'm this close to the quarterback, I turn around, it's like, oh, never mind. <laughs> like, making my life super easy. So, no, but he's been playing absolutely outstanding. Yeah, I mean, there's so many support superlatives. I mean, you know, check the recap, check our game notes and things like that. We don't want to spend all the time on that, but shameless uh, plug right there. You shameless know, plug. You know, read our work. We do work <laughs> around here, <laughs> and you guys are making me do go, do work. And it's a, it, these are good things. Like I said, like we're, we're trying to find out. Like last time, we held an opponent to zero rushing yards, and you know, all these things and national leaders. It's it's all it's all positive going into Ivy League play. So one more thing I want to talk about off the field. Um, I thought the crowd on Saturday was very pro Columbia. I think there was, mm-hmm. there was a great alumni turnout. There was a tailgate before the game. So um, w- did you guys notice that when you're, you know, maybe after the game or anything like that, or talk about the support that you guys get either both at home and on the road? I would say I definitely noticed it. I thought like when you looked at the crowd in terms of like cheering when who had positive plays, who had negative plays, I thought that we had a bigger reaction to us. I felt like there was more of a crowd for us there than there was for Georgetown. So that yeah, was definitely, definitely something. Yeah. That's, what it, that's what it yeah. sounded like on the broadcast too. I wasn't there, but listening and watching at home, it's like I, I was a little confused at times because we would do a good thing and I'd hear all this cheering on the broadcast and I'm like, oh, we must have a pretty good turnout there. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, a, it was a good crowd and you could tell, you could tell during the game – but, you know, Georgetown, they have some, some darker blue in there, so you couldn't necessarily tell. But after the game, um, it was like a mob of people, everyone's family, friends, alumni talking and, and um, meeting with, with all the players. And that's just a testament to the support we have, um, all, you know, all our families and friends. But alumni and just anyone else who loves Columbia football loves us. They, they show up and they show out. Oh, yeah, and it's it's greatly appreciated, at least from, from my perspective and from these guys because, um, you know, when the, fir- when the game first starts, you know, everybody has those butterflies when you first start, you know, it takes you a second to settle in, but you know, when you have what feels like a home crowd out there, uh, it makes life a little bit easier and makes you feel just a little bit more comfortable, especially in an unfamiliar environment. So, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't really understand how much that affects people, but I think, uh, I think it was awesome. I think it helps too. coach Mac, the offensive line coach, my coach always talks about like your energy source, where you're coming, like where you're playing from, who you're playing for. And I think when you have family and friends there, that that's just more energy you can draw on during the game. You see him before the game, you want to play a little harder. I was going to, uh, before we wrap up Georgetown, I got two more questions. One, they didn't show it on the broadcast, and I wasn't surprised, but the run for the trophy. Who got there first? C.J. Brown. I saw C.J. Brown. C.J. <laughs> Brown. Of course yeah. he did. Ryan didn't get it this year. I didn't get it this year, but, you know, I'll, I'll let someone else get the yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah. There's still the Empire Staple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> still got that one. So that, that's that's coming soon. Yeah. Uh, Mitch, incredible photo of you. Oh, incredible! Yeah, you were just so happy. Huh? No, what yeah. photo is this? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. What, was it on? It was on Goko. Yeah, I posted it. No, yeah, it was. Sorry, um, <laughs> <laughs> talking about shameless plugs. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was happy. Um, I don't know. I just. Yeah, I yeah. really don't like Pure raw, place, raw so. motion. Pure I just motion. don't like Georgetown, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. No, you. it was great. It was great. Is it the, So 
Lou Little Cup or Lou Little Trophy? It's, it's the Lou Little Trophy. It's, it's well, the game is called the Lou Little Cup, cup game. but we give out a trophy. So it's a little bit. Ca- it's, it, maybe we need to change the terminology. We'll it's talk to the some Lou people. Little Cup game uh, for the Lou Little Trophy. Yeah. <laughs> All that matters is it's back in New York. Yeah. It's it's or it stayed, stayed in New York. It stayed in New York. You guys brought it down stayed. just in case. Went on a little vacation. You brought it down just in case for a little tour of the nation's capital. That's true. Came right. It came right back on the bus. Was it just sitting on our sideline the whole game? Yeah. 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 Craig had it with Coach Lamb. I saw, it had its own seat on the bus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it had a bin wrapped around the towel. <laughs> Did it have its own seat on the way down and the way home? I didn't see it on the way back. I don't but know. But it had its own uh, okay. seat on the way yeah. down. On the way down. Yeah, that's I think incredible. It was karma. We wanted to treat it right, so it came. <laughs> yeah. I mean, apparently you did, because <laughs> as the score indicated. All right, and then my next question is: Now it's time for the segment. Yep. The shout out of the game. And we're going to start left to right again as we did last week. Well, I don't know if we're in the same order. No, we're not. We, we mixed it up. We're on opposite sides of the table. Yeah. We're going Ryan, Scott, Mitch, Stu. God, I almost, um, almost escaped I me there. Almost I know, it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. Shout out of the game. I'll, I'll go on the same the same train. So last week I, I shout out Marcus Livin for getting his first touchdown. And um, this week I'm going to shout out uh, J.L. Jenkins yeah, getting his first touchdown. Yeah. Um, exciting stuff for him. Awesome. Oh, like I, I said about Marcus, many more to come. I thought you were going to go with Malcolm when you said that. But shout out Malcolm as well. No, I know. I, I, I know someone else. I knew, I know yeah. some people were going to touch on different people. So, yeah, I, I'm banking on you guys. <laughs> They're only giving me one. They're only giving me one. So. You know, I think a shout out that I'm going to give is James Knox, um, defensive oh, yeah. end uh, from Connecticut. He just he puts his head down and he works hard. He works hard as hard as anyone I, I have met. Um, and he, you know, he sees a puller coming, and he goes and does his job right. So he doesn't get many statistics, but he does the job that we need him to do, and it's and it's awesome. It's incredible for our defense. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just go with. You're looking up the stats. I want to make sure I get this right. I want to make right. sure I get this right. I'm okay. going to go with uh, with the offensive line as a whole. Because we had no, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. He's Gotta just list trying, them off. Gotta he's, list them he's off. trying to give out more helmet stickers. Is what's happening? I am exactly no, but not only did we dominate the line of scrimmage, but we dominated time of possession, two hundred and six yards on the ground, four point three yards per carry, and we had four different rushers over forty yards. So I think that's just a testament to those guys up front moving bodies and doing what they need to do. So I'm going to go with the O-line as well. All right, Stu, we buttered you Appreciate up. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll go uh, with Jaden Roll, who's a receiver. Okay. Um, he runs scout team during the week. So I think a big shout-out to all the scout team guys who are giving us looks all week on what Georgetown is doing, which helps everyone get prepared. And they're as big of a part in the win as anybody. But Jaden does scout team week during the week. And then he traveled for the trip, still knew his assignments in the game. He got in and got a pancake. Um, and so having those guys engaged and being in there was awesome. So big shout-out to Jaden. Absolutely. This is crazy. We only get one shout-out. There's so many. I know. There's so many. many. Yeah. I just want to list like off this. names. Yeah. Okay. List okay. off yeah, Like names. we said, we Malcolm Terry had 41-yard touchdown. Yeah, shout-out right Malcolm. Yeah. Honorable mentions right now. Yeah. Malcolm Terry. Malcolm Terry. <laughs> Rocco and then Amelia. Rocco Amelia. Rocco Amelia. G says P. Uh-huh. Also, I mean, shout out Bryson Canny, oh, Ivy League course. Offensive I mean, Player of the yeah. Week. Yep, yep. God, I think eight receptions, 139 yards. That one wasn't down. given, so we have to give But, you know, I just want to make sure yeah, he gets yeah, his love yeah, on the podcast. Sure. Yeah, so but shout the, out these shout-outs of the game are, I think, more meant for, like, what people don't see, right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So, Because sure, those sure. guys, I mean, they're going to get their, you know, they got their moment in the sun there. Yep. Joe Green set a record, set his career high. Career high. Yep. So, big shout-outs all around. Absolutely. Great. Great win. 
All right, so that takes that takes us to looking ahead. And again, I know it's early in the week, not a lot about Princeton, but there's obviously f- familiarity there with between yep. the two schools. But the importance of jumping into Ivy League play and having a home opener, kind of balancing those two things, uh, you know, going into to week three of the season. Um, I think, I mean, there's a huge emphasis on this week. We try to, no matter who we play, we try to, it's all about us. We're trying to play our best game. But I think this week there definitely is some importance to it. I mean, it's an Ivy League game, like you said. And Ivy League, there's no championship or anything like that. So every game is a championship game when you look at the Ivy League. And then Princeton, I think, is the only team, me and Ryan have been here for five years. We've never beat them. Um, So there's definitely an emphasis. We want to get the win, want to get the Ivy League play started right. So it's a big week. Yeah, absolutely. Just to back off that I mean I, I know everybody at this table has a, a bad taste in their mouth from last year because that was a, a very winnable game that um you know we're just a couple plays away from so I think that you know just focusing on us doing what we do going into this week um you know just preparing hard uh it's definitely a game we all want so you know I think this means a lot to all of us and we're excited and I think we're just excited to play at home. Yes, sir. I have to travel. You know, Coach touched on this last week, but the distractions. You know, there's a lot of distractions that go into traveling. You don't get to sleep in your own bed. You don't get to, you know, kind of get into the routine that you've then you get, get that you have at home. So um, that's going to be a big one. We have a lot a lot more opportunity for fans to show up at home games. Um, bring some more of that energy we talked about earlier. So I think I think that's just going to be another adder to, you know, getting us ready to go. They said everything, honestly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just echo everything they say. Just, you know, excited, excited to get home um, in front of our, our, our home crowd. Um, it'll be a very um, energetic game, I, I'm thinking. So we'll have a lot of yeah. – be very anxious all week. This is a huge game for us. We so. are very excited. I think the whole Extremely game is very excited. excited. Very excited. So it's almost like you got to contain this excitement, mm-hmm. yep. mm-hmm. kind of focus on the job and, and focus on what we got to do. But once, once it's uh, his Saturday, we're going to be ready to go. And I think the results of the first two games have probably excited the fan base going into this home opener too. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't. I don't want to. I don't want to speak for our crowd before they show up. <laughs> 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 Maybe I'm just applying a little pressure here. <laughs> what more do you want from us? <laughs> no, I think we. I think we uh, met the expectation that we set for our team, and I think uh, this is going to be. Um, you know the toughest challenge so far and we're ready to test ourselves you know we talked about that week one is testing what we've put on the table and it's another time to test really what we've got as ivy league play starts is our real pony like like Stu said it's a championship game right it's the first one of many so we're excited going back to the support we talked about you know after you guys leave this recording you guys are going to you know hit hit up campus and drop off some season tickets to some people on campus and some you know supporters and things like that so What's it like kind of meeting these people? What are those interactions like? And, again, just, again, like we talked about a little bit, but continue talking about uh, what these relationships, you know, mean to you guys now and what they can mean to you down the road. I mean, I think there's so much that goes into us and us being a team and us being a successful team. And I think a huge part of that is there's so many people who have had a hand in the program for so long, Um, whether that's the season ticket holders and people who are at this university um, who have supported us and supported us for my five years here, and they're a huge part of our energy source and what we do. And then there's also so many people involved in the program, all the equipment guys, all the trainers who do so much for us. So we realize we're just kind of a collection of people who have helped us and are able to get us on the field, and we can't respect and thank those people enough for us yep and doing something like this is a, and it's an awesome opportunity to shake their hand and say thank you for you know uh, helping us along this way allowing us to be the program that we know we can become um and so you know it's, it's an exciting thing to do and we're more than happy to do stuff like this at any point absolutely and 
to run a program like this, there's a lot of things and people that go into it and behind the scenes. And a lot of times we don't see these people. So it's a, it's a blessing to, to go shake their hand and, and say thank you um, just as a, as a token of respect for, for what they've done for us. Mitch? I, I mean, those guys just, those guys captured it all. Yeah. No. I mean, how much, uh, like, when you're you're kind of further along in your career, do um, you, like, conceptualize, like, wow, it's, like, yeah, when you come in, you just think, I feel like you would think, like, if, you know, the team, you're just so focused on doing your job and coming in as a freshman and just doing the best you can, but then by the time you become a senior and you're later in your career, you're like, wow, there's, like, a like a whole system that goes into this, like, even outside, like, what, what have you, like, kind of, has it ever been, like, a moment for you where you're like, wow, like, this is, like, way more than just the team and the people I see? I oh, think, yeah. I think it's kind of given early because we do the draft mentorship program here. Mm -hmm. And so all Columbia football alumni come in and every freshman gets drafted by an alumni. Um, So every year you kind of come in and I think as you get older, you see it even more me and Ryan being fifth years. um, Like all of our friends who we came in with are now alumni and just so involved with the program. So you see, I think when you come in, you think you're making this decision for four years, you're going to be on the team for four years. But I think as you get older, you really see it's a lifelong thing of everyone who's still looking at the program, still trying to help everybody out. And I know when I'll be done, I'll still be trying to help out in any way I can and being a part of the program. Absolutely. And I think not not only the, the rookie draft, but then every year we have the homecoming game and you just so many different alumni and administration um, are at the game. And it's it's a little bit overwhelming, but that just shows you how much people care about the program and how how many people have been there before you and are still here that you don't necessarily get to interact or see every day. So it just shows that, you know, people really care about um, this program and, and the direction it's headed. Yeah. Only thing I would add would be, um, especially during our time here, is, um, you know, the success through well-being team. Yep. Um, you know, I think that that's – they're a team that, you know – doesn't get the love they deserve. Uh, I think the, they're a huge part of everybody, uh, everybody's success uh, in the classroom, on the field, everything like that. Just helping with tutoring, you know, getting schedules right, you know, anything you anything you really can name. So I think that you know they kind of work behind the scenes to make sure that our lives are you know pretty much perfect to every extent. So you know I I know I'm deeply appreciative to them, and I know everybody at this table is. But I think that. Uh, that's just something that kind of is, is in the background that not a lot of people get to see, but definitely wanted to shout them out. Shout out Jessica to Paolo. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Shout out Jessica. Absolutely. Shout out Ari. Shout out Lily. My bad, Scott. I got to shout out all my people. Yeah. Oh, so I man. think something also that's in the background is, you know, they help us outside of football too. Like me and Stu uh, were honored with the award of uh, the John C- – I know I'm going to butcher your last name. Sorry, John. Oh, no. Sigrilano. Sigrilano. Did I get that – decently right but shout out yep. to you um he does uh he does he does so much for us i mean me and Stu, we'll have we'll have a uh, monthly conversations with him and uh you know he's just one of those supporters that you know helps us in the football program that's also looking to help us outside of football help us you know extend our careers because he knows football's not going to last forever right so it's just we've got so much support there too it just makes it so awesome thank you john thank you john yes what's his last name Stu. Oh, you got it no you did it, you did it right the first time <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, yeah, again, shout out STWB just down the just down the hall right there, just down the hall. So, um, all right, Mike, we good? I think so. All right. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I think you know you guys. You guys again. New is gonna be fun. New is gonna be fun. Absolutely. And we're we're hoping for another fun one next week. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You know, I always it's always more enjoyable when we're talking about wins. Absolutely. So just remember that on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> that'll yeah. get that'll That's get you through reason. fourth quarter. You're in the huddle. You're like, guys. 
the podcast. I don't want to talk about a loss on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be yeah. fun of my mind. Yeah, for, I'm, sure it. It my mind. I'm sure it will be. I'm sure I'll go down on the field and just <laughs> yeah. hold the mic. And be like, <laughs> <laughs> just dangle the microphone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Headset, headset. Yeah. All right, guys, that'll do it for this week. Good luck this weekend, Lions and Tigers. Um, no so bears. No, no bears this weekend. That's down the line. Yep. But Saturday, October first, one p.m. Robert Kate Craft Field at Wien Stadium. So uh, make sure you get your tickets. Guys, good luck this week. Enjoy uh, the prep and uh, good luck in school and everything this week. We'll talk Thank to you, you next week. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank appreciate you. it. And that's it. That's another week again with the captains. I knew, like I said, I knew it was going to be a good one. New. Yeah, it's, you're right. It's always good. Yeah. I, I, have, I should be a fortune teller. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't too easy to predict. I mean, that wasn't too difficult to predict. Uh, 42 to 6 victories are great to talk about with them. And again, I like how it's kind of gone so far this week where uh, we talk about, you know, the guys that contribute to the team that, you know, fans maybe don't see on a day-to-day basis or they don't see in the box score at least, right? But the fans will now see them, Mike, because the home home. opener. We're home. We're home for four of the next five weeks. So you got – is this like a – I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a play on Oktoberfest. Yeah. 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 It's football fest. It's Yeah. Football fest is good. Football fest. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It works. It plays. Let's go. Uh, Yeah. Four of the next five. So plenty of opportunities to see the Columbia Lions in action, and it's going to be – a good season. I have, I've, I have a feeling. You have a, he's he's throwing the chips on the table, <laughs> good all in on the good season. <laughs> um, but yes, the fans, like we've talked about in the intro and during the podcast, the fans are going to get a chance to see the Lions for the first time, two and zero. I mean, Mike, I, I don't mean to give you more work to do, but is this could be the biggest difference points for or points against in two games, maybe ever. Yeah, it, it, I, we're still, like I said, we talk, talk about, talked about it. We're still looking up stuff. Check out the game notes if you want to know more, and we'll talk about it That's next right. week. You, you plug those game notes. I, mean, I love it. All the views. All, the, uh, I mean, all the, the views. The, the R&A team is uh, – R&D team, sorry. The yeah. R&D team is still looking into all these all these records. Yeah. The team. The, the R&D team that consists of <laughs> the person <laughs> No, 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 the team, the team, the team. 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 <laughs> But uh, yeah, fans. I mean, here it is. Come out to the game. Come support these Lions. They're two and zero. They've outscored opponents by seventy-one points on my quick mental math. That's right. So far this season, and it's a big game. Princeton, right here at home, Saturday, October first. I don't know how I could forget that date. Uh, Lawrence A. Robert K. Craftfield at Lawrence A. Wien Stadium. Kickoff at one o'clock. Yep. The game will be simulcast on SNY for all you RSN, SNY uh, consumers out there. And it will also be on ESPN Plus if you don't have SNY. For all the cord cutters. For all the cord cutters. But uh, you can still, SNY the app, Mike. SNY the app. But it's not direct to consumer as of yet, right? I don't know. The Mets have been plugging it all year. It's on their field. Yeah. It's not direct to consumer. Coming soon. Okay. Probably probably for 2023. But again, if you have cable or if you're a cord cutter, we've got an option for you. I'm a cord cutter, but I still have SNY. On Hulu Live. Right. Yeah, because you have Hulu Live. Because yeah, yeah, I have Hulu yeah. Live. It's still, but, yeah. I'm a cord cutter. Yeah, the cord sure. cutter is, sure. cord cutter is, it's a mixed, I don't know. You're a cord cutter, but you still have cable. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for RSNs to go direct to consumer because yeah. I can't get Hulu or YouTube TV and get Madison Square Garden Network to no, watch. No, it depends on the network. Yeah. yeah. Cause, like, cause if I, they don't want to be part yeah. of their package. Yeah. 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 So, SNY is on like streaming cord cutting platforms, yeah, yeah. MSG is not. Yes, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so. they don't want to be. They don't want to pay for it. But it is what it is. 
But we don't. We're not here to talk about. We're not here to talk about that. We'll see if this makes it. <laughs> but that's it. This is the Captain's Corner podcast. I'm Kyle Matrician. That's Mike Kowalski. Check us out every week. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, any other podcast platform. You listen to podcasts there, you can find us. This is the Captain's Corner podcast. Stu Nublat, Mitch Moyer, Scott Valentis, Ryan Young will be with us every single week this season. And we hope to be talking about another win next week. Again, Columbia football this Saturday, October 1st, home and Ivy League opener against Princeton. Be there. Show your support for the team this season. Such a great start. We hope to be 3-0 talking to these four guys next week. <laughs>